Welcome everyone to the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, a Prairie Proud Wrestling Podcast covering everything from Winnipeg to worldwide. My name is Blair Pacheco. I hope you're doing well, having a great day, evening, weekend, whenever it is you might be listening to this. Myself, I'm doing fantastic. Why, you might be asking? Well, because on December 9th, this Friday, at the West End Cultural Center, Winnipeg Pro Wrestling presents Pain Actually 2, Pain Harder. The show is sold out. I will be there. I managed to get a ticket. There might be a last minute one or two that pops up. You never know. So keep your eyes peeled. If I, if I see one, I will make sure I retweet it out. Hopefully that you can grab it if you're interested. But from top to bottom, what an absolutely stacked card. I think everyone will be in for a treat with some fantastic wrestling action and a great lead in for the holiday season. So joining me this week, my guest actually made his debut for Winnipeg Pro Wrestling back this past spring. This week, I'm joined by Moses the Deliverer. Now, Moses is one half of tag team Technical Difficulties. They will be facing off with Red Hot Summer at uh, Pain Actually 2, Pain Harder. Moses, we talk about uh, his amateur wrestling, his recent title shot at the NWA Heavyweight Championship. Now, it's not like they hand those things out to anyone, so this was a big deal. He talks about that getting into wrestling, what it means to him, team ambition, and so much more. So without further ado on the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, Moses the Deliverer. Now, you're based out of Missouri. Did you grow up there as well? Yeah, yeah. So I did grow up in Missouri, uh, St. Louis, Missouri, you know, my whole life. Uh, I have family scattered all over the place, you know, different spots in the United States. But uh, for the main part, uh, my family was located out of St. Louis, so that's that's the majority part where I spent a lot of my time. Uh, and what was growing up like for you? Um, it was fun. I had a really fun childhood. Uh, I grew up in a neighborhood where there was a bunch of kids, so we were always playing pickup sports, like you know, basketball, football, baseball, kickball, uh, even some sort of backyard wrestling. You know, it probably, <laughs> but uh, yo, it was super fun. You know, we'd all talk about wrestling twenty four seven. You know, on the bus. And, play the video games at each other's houses so it was, it was super fun see like i fondly will look back and think of the times where it'd be like you'd call up all your buddies be like hey let's mm. go play football at the school you know yeah. and you get like 20 of you out there that was like yeah. childhood for me so. uh i remember vividly uh it was a day after uh it was the day after wrestlemania i went to school i fell asleep i didn't watch it i fell asleep and i remember i got to school and they were like you won't believe it. John Cena just hit the attitude adjustment last night. You know, he had Edge and Big Shoulder Shoulders at the same time. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, how, you know, I'm trying to figure out how, he, how he's able to do it. I'm like, well, there's no way he did that, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, watching the video back and, like, stuff like that. So it, it was super cool. It was, it was a fun little community. So what was your first, like, wrestling? What really got you into it? Uh, so, honestly, when I first got into wrestling, I couldn't even tell you the exact age or moment because I was so young. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was born. My big brother told me, you know, pretty much straight out the womb, he would have me sitting down watching wrestling with him. So as long as I can, can remember, you know, it was always a part of my life, like just growing up. You know, I had all the action figures, you know, all the video games, all the toys. So it was kind of like, kind of like integrated, you know, it was kind of like a culture thing for me, mm-hmm. you know, like always been to wrestling. So those are some like you know the earliest memories I have. I remember like meeting guys like 
uh, you know, Rey Mysterio and Kurt Angle and Randy Orton when I was super younger. Um, actually, me and Randy Orton are from the same area. Oh, wow. So, and every time, so like, you know, I we first time I remember meeting him, uh, it was at the mall one time. And, you know, mm-hmm. me and my big brother, we just randomly ran into him at the mall. And I couldn't have been any older than maybe four at this point. I was okay. Maybe, yeah, I was maybe four. So, you know, kind of like early memories like that just kind of like hooked me immediately. You know what I'm saying? That type of stuff. That has to be a trip just to think like, oh, yeah, you're walking to the mall and, oh, there's Randy Orton just strolling by. Yeah, yeah it was funny because my brother's like, hey, Moses, that's Randy Orton. I'm like, what? Let's look over it. I'm like, yeah, there's Randy Orton right there. Like, you know, stuff like that is just amazing. And then, you know, again, going to different autograph signings, meeting Ray Mysterio and like, you know, it's just crazy, especially at a young age. You know, it's still cool meeting those guys now. Like when you mm-hmm. run into guys like that, at a young age, you know, you're seeing these guys on TV and not like you're going up, you're meeting them, you're getting – in autographs it was just a, a unbelievable experience to say the least mm-hmm. so basically from the youngest years you can remember wrestling has been a big part of your life yep always always so at what point did you start thinking that this was something that you could really take seriously and get into so of course you know like when you're young you know you're always thinking about being a wrestler you know it's always you're like hey i want to be a pro wrestler mm-hmm. it was for me that and football uh Throughout the years, once I got towards high school, I kind of figured out, I was like, oh, football probably won't be happening. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, throughout high school, uh, I did amateur wrestling as well. Well, I okay. started I was, when I was much younger. I think the first time I ever did, I was in fourth grade. And then it was it was on and off. But in high school is uh, when I did it consistently throughout, you know, throughout my four years of high school. And uh, it was towards the tail end of high school, I say junior, senior year. When, you know, everybody's trying to figure out, like, what they want to do. Like, do they want to go to college? Do they want to go to trade school? Do they want to do this? Do they want to do that? You know, um, it was towards that time where I kind of, my my interest in actually becoming a professional wrestler really started to increase. Mm-hmm. Around that, I started looking up different schools. And, like, I was, you know, looking up videos, like, uh, how to take a bump and stuff <laughs> like that. Trying to get all the inside info I could so I could be prepared for when I actually start training, which for most guys that train, you know, there's no way to be prepared unless you don't actually get to it, no matter how many YouTube videos you may watch. But uh, I was doing that type of thing. And uh, it was after my season, se- my senior season had ended. Uh, it didn't end the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. But back on it, I'm glad that it did because if it didn't, uh, who knows, you know, what I would have done, you know, as far as amateur wrestling is concerned. Maybe I would have tried to pursue it a little more after high school. But uh, shortly after my, my season had ended senior year, I saw an ad for a free month, a free training month at the Harley Race Wrestling Academy. You know, at this time, I'm in high school. Uh, I played, you know, a lot of sports, so I didn't really have any time to have a job or anything like that. So I didn't have loads of money sitting around. So I'm like, okay, like a, a free shot at training. Like, of course, yeah, I had to jump, j- jump on that as soon as I could. And uh, as soon as I started it, you know, never really looked back from then. Uh, now, I have to ask because, I, I mean, uh, amateur wrestling in the States is seems mm-hmm. much more wildly popular than it is up here in Canada. You hear about mm-hmm. it more in, like, high school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, overall, what what was your experience like for that? It was wild. Uh, you know, like a lot of people, you know, a lot of professional wrestlers that I, that I run into, they'll tell me they did amateur wrestling. They'll always tell me how they're like, oh, you know, I thought it was like WWE when I did my first practice. I tried to, like, body slam some players. <laughs> Like that for me, I knew the difference between the two because uh, mm-hmm. my dad, wrestler, and my brother was as well. So I knew the difference between the two, you know, you know, before I started. So it wasn't really, I didn't try to go in there and DDT anybody or, yeah. you know, anybody or anything crazy like that. 
But the experience it was great. You know, I loved it. It's it's a very tough sport, both physically and mentally. You know, like it's 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 a team sport, but it's an individual sport even more. You know, it's not like football or basketball where you have to rely on your teammates. Mm-hmm. Yes, team awards in amateur wrestling, but at the end of the day, you know, when the when the match starts, it's just you and your opponent. So in that sense, you know, it's really fun because if you win, it's great. You know what I'm saying? It's awesome because you just beat that guy one on one. You did that. But mm-hmm. if you lose, you know, it's a lot tougher on you mentally because you're blaming yourself a lot more. Because again, there's nobody else to blame but you if you yeah. lose. So, but you know, all in all, I definitely feel like it molded me and you know, shaped me in a person in a lot of ways. You know, and helps you learn how to push through adversity. Mm-hmm. I always kind of harken back to uh, Daniel Cormier with his amateur wrestling and going to the Olympics and just you hear the stories about the weight cuts and all of that and just how the toll that it took on his body, you know, so like I have so much respect for anyone who ever took place or took part in amateur wrestling. Yeah, that part is definitely tough. Um, I, I did a little weight cutting back in high school. Uh, I definitely feel like uh, I probably would have been a little bigger in high school. Had I not have been doing amateur wrestling, because, you know, like, there's a lot of people that don't see me now. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you got so much bigger. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the coat weight combined with hitting my growth spurt late, you know, like, I look a lot different now than I did my senior year, which wasn't that that long ago. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm 22 now, you know, graduated, 18 when I was graduated. So, it wasn't super long ago. But, yeah, it, you know, that, that part of it is definitely tough, you know. I've seen guys do all types of crazy things just to be able to make weight at the last second. Like, mm-hmm. there were times where – uh, I left in the middle of the class and, you know, went to the gym and ran for, for hours just to be able to make weight, you know, like that type of thing. Uh, it's a tough sport. Mm-hmm. It's the, the reward is it's it, the feeling when you get, you know, when you win or when you succeed, it's second to none. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned the uh, Harley races wrestling school. Mm-hmm. You, you go for the free month. What was your, what are you thinking heading in there? Oof. So, <laughs> When I tell you my heart was beating out of my chest when I was walking, I, I was extremely nervous. You know, I go in and it's like, now it's like, okay, now it's getting real. You know what I'm saying? Like all the talking I was doing, you know, it's cool. Like telling guys like, hey, I'm going to be in WWE or hey, I'm a main event WrestleMania one day. Hey, I'm going to be a pro wrestler. This type of like, oh, you know, all the talking, that's great. But then when you walk into school and you actually see the ring, it's like, okay, now this is real. You know, now it's mm-hmm. time to put up or shut up. Um, and it was kind of crazy because, you know, when we started, you know, when I walked in, there's about 10 to 15 guys starting off for the free month. There was 10 to 15 guys on the first day. Uh, by the time the last day came around, there was only two guys left. And uh, the two guys left, one was me, and the other one happened to be my tag team partner, uh, Raheem De La Suede. So mm-hmm. I take a lot of pride in that, you know, because um, wrestling is tough. You know, professional wrestling, it's a, it's a tough thing. Um, if everybody could do it, everybody would do it. But, you know, that kind of goes to show that it's not easy. You know, there's a lot of guys who who try it and then they, you know, they quickly find out that it may not be for them, which is okay. You mm-hmm. know, because like it's it's mentally tough. It's physically tough. Like it can you put a lot of wear and tear on your body. And uh, I know that. And I'm only 22 now. So I can only imagine what I'll be saying about that 10 years from now, you know. Oh, for sure. And I mean, with your your dad and your uh, older brother being so involved in wrestling, I'm you must have had the, all the support in the world heading into this. Yeah, yeah. My whole family, I had a lot yeah. of support. Um, just because, again, growing up, I was always I was always surrounded by wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. to be amateur wrestling or professional wrestling, it was always surrounded. So I definitely had a lot of support with that. You know, and it was nice to have. It definitely was. 
because uh, there's some people, you know, that may not be supportive when they, you know, when they want to venture out and try new things and do mm-hmm. something unconventional, you know, like, I'm sure a lot of people, you know, be like, no, parents tell me, you want, you know, you should go to college, you should go to trade school, you should do this, you should do that. But um, I was kind of allowed to chase my dreams, which I really appreciate, you know, because mm-hmm. you only get out to do it. You don't have one life to be able to do something like that. So, I, you know, I've had people on the show and I've asked, you know, like, oh, what, what was the support like? And, you know, I've had people say, like, you know, they didn't get any from family, none from friends. Yeah. So, like, to to hear that, it's it's almost heartbreaking. So, like, having that support, it's like that's that's huge and it adds it so much more for yourself. Yeah. It adds a lot, you know. It means a lot too, because you know, a lot of times you tell people like, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go train to be a professional wrestler." They kind of look at you like you're crazy, especially like, you know, straight out of high school. Again, you know, most people they want you to go to college, you know, which is the the traditional thing to do, or you know, go to trade school, do something like that. So when you tell them like, "Hey, I'm gonna go train to be a professional wrestler," you know, sometimes I can kind of see why it's it's not it's not met, you know, in such a in such a nice way. But um, again, for me, I'm glad that that I had the situation where I did have a lot of support in it. Now for your training at, at the uh, Harley race school, who were your hands-on trainers there? So hands-on trainer was uh Leland race. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy. He, he taught me a lot, you know, um, inside and outside the ring, you know, he taught me a lot of my, my basic fundamentals that, you know, I still carry with me today. Cause you know, that's the most important thing in wrestling. So, you know, he, he taught me a lot. You know, it was a lot of repetition, a lot of doing things over and over and over and over and over again. You know, when you do things so many times, you know, eventually it becomes like, you know, your second language, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mentioned you and uh, your now tag team partner, Raheem, were the last two there. So I'm mm-hmm. guessing from the get-go, you two had quite the special bond. Yeah, yeah, we did. So uh, I remember the first time, uh, you know, we would talk a little bit throughout the training sessions, you know, like chat with each other a little bit we try not to do too much because you know during training you don't want to you know be over there you know talking you know chattering and not really yeah. paying attention on so you know we you know say a few things to each other but uh one of our first real real conversations uh, was uh i needed a ride home so but when i when i started this training i was still in high school i had like like a month or two left i already had all my credits i was guaranteed <laughs> to graduate that's why i was like finally starting but i was having people take me straight from school to training so i would you know i get off school at 220 or something like that you know have them drive me to training which is about 30 minutes away and then i would wait another hour and a half two hours you know before it started just sitting out there waiting mm-hmm. uh, so one day um i didn't plan a ride home which is my fault and i, I knew that but i was like you know i can't miss train i gotta I can't miss train can't miss train can't miss train so uh, i did have a ride home and i was like okay master him you know hopefully he says yes so that's another pretty nervous moment. You know, I was like, if he, if he says no, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm going to be stuck here. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So I'll go to him. Hey, man, give me a ride home. He's like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. You know, so we're in the car. We're talking. We're chit-chatting. You know, we're sharing a lot of the same experiences. Turns out he's an amateur wrestler. Um, Actually, we were at some of the same tournaments, and we didn't even know it. You know, wow. like, we were at the same tournaments our schools were uh, and stuff like that. So we're talking about some, like, mutual people we know. And, you know, the rest was history from there. So, I mean, you guys form a tag team and I know like you've done a lot of tag team wrestling, but you, you two have also faced off in singles matches too. Yeah, we With the bond that you have as tag team wrestlers, I mean, what's that like turning that into, you know, facing off one-on-one? It's special. It's, it's, it's really special. Um, we definitely know a lot about each other. We know a lot of each other's moves. We know what we do. So it, it's, it's kind of easy in that sense, but it's also super fun, you know, uh, mm-hmm. cause I'm a super, 
competitive person. He's a super competitive person. We both want to be the best. So we both try to outdo each other as much as we can, you know, which just makes everything better overall, you know, match-wise. When you're trying to be better than your opponent, you know, when one guy's trying to up the other guy, you know, everything, you know, is elevated. So it's mm -hmm. super fun to be able to step in the ring with him, uh, you know. And, again, we know what each other's doing. We know what's, you know, in the back of each other's minds. We know what we're thinking, you know, what's the next step and this, that, and the other. So it's super easy to say the least, super easy to work with. When you stepped foot in the ring for your first match, uh, obviously you still remember who it was with, but what was your, who was it against? And then what were your thoughts heading into that? So my first match was against superstar Steve. Um, he's a Harley race guy. He has wrestled for a, quite a long time now. Uh, he did uh, a couple of stays in Japan too. Okay. So you know, yeah, he's super experienced. He's you know, a really good wrestler. Um, my first match was against him. And I was super, super nervous. Um, as a matter of fact, I remember uh, I was so, like, zoned out that I wasn't even, like, paying attention to, like, my surroundings. Like, uh, somebody had played the wrong song for me, and I didn't pay attention. It was, like, some Katy Perry song or something like that. <laughs> and I had no clue because I was so, like, zoned in, you know, going out there. I was like, okay, this, this is it. This is boom, boom, boom. I got to do this, got to do that, got to do this, got to do that. Like, I was, I was super nervous. Mm-hmm. Some guys say they don't really get nervous. Now, no, not really. Now it's more like excitement and energy. Like, yeah. I'm, ready, I'm ready to do it. But then it was pure butterflies in my stomach. I remember walking out there, you know, step through the curtains, you're looking at everybody, and you step foot in the ring, and I'm kind of, like, standing there. Like, my uh, my first entrance was very generic. Mm. <laughs> and I just walked through. I kind of looked around, walked in the ring, stood in the ring, looked around. I was kind of soaking it all in, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, the match starts, you know, it, it goes pretty well. And then once it's over, that feeling, uh, that was that was a feeling that I'm still chasing to this day. Like, out of all the matches I've had, like, the feeling that you know and you did it, like, you just had a professional wrestling match in front of people, that feeling, it was, it was amazing, amazing. You mentioned the nerves, and it's funny how when you start doing something, you know, you have those nerves. But then you hit, get to a point and you almost don't realize it where they're gone. And it's just like, yeah, I got this. Yeah, now I get uh now I get really excited. Like I said, like uh when me and Raheem we have our tag matches, sometimes he'll try not to be too close to me before we go out there. Cause like if he sticks his hand out for a high five, I'm gonna slap his hand as hard as I possibly can. <laughs> like I just get really those type of ways. Like, you know, really excited. Cause it's fun. You know, it's fun. Um, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. A lot of pressure in some ways, but at the end of the day, it's fun. You know, this is something we grew up watching and now we're able to do that. And, you know, that feeling's amazing. It's, it's super fun going out there, entertaining the fans, doing what you love. It's being competitive. It's it's, it's awesome. So, yeah, I really definitely get really amped up to do that. Uh, what's the St. Louis or Missouri scene like right now? It's amazing. The St. Louis scene, it is, it's it's booming right now. It's really coming into its own, you know, with promotions like Glory Pro, St. Louis Anarchy, uh, WrestleMax, WLW, you know, a lot of promotions that are doing, you know, really cool things right now. We're bringing in a lot of cool people. Mm -hmm. um, Ambition has helped a lot, you know, with growing the scene with Davey, you know, kind of being the head of that. You know, it's, it's been really cool. It's been awesome uh, to kind of be a part of that, you know. You know, you don't really, like, notice it at first mm -hmm. until, like, start talking. And then you're like, whoa, like, we're kind of, we're, you know, we're building something. We're doing something right now. So the, the scene is amazing in St. Louis. We have some of the best fans in the world. You know, we just had NWA was here not too long ago with the Chase. Mm -hmm. You know, Royal Rumble was here way earlier this year. Uh, SmackDown was here a couple weeks ago. So, mm -hmm. like, 
it's, it's, it's going well. You know, the St. Louis fans are definitely spoiled. I'll say that. But they definitely the love. They give it back to us. So I know Team Ambition has been doing some fantastic stuff down in St. Louis with training and just the team that they've put together. Like, it, it's incredible to see it all come to be mm-hmm. one. Uh, now, I mean, let, let's talk a little bit about that because I know I had uh, Marcus Munchison on a, a few months back. He talked a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he's great. I enjoyed it. Like yeah. he could just talk and it was just a, a treat hearing him just, you know, the stories yeah. he had to tell, um, you know, with team ambition, I mean, what are they bringing to the table? We, you know, at the end of the day, we're just hard workers. You know, mm-hmm. we're a group of guys who really, who really have a lot of uh, goals and uh, quote unquote ambition. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We want to do a lot of things in professional wrestling. We want to go you know, to the highest places, and that's kind of what I enjoy about it the most. You know, uh, they say iron sharpens iron. So, you know, we're in there training. We're in there making each other better. You know, we're super hard on each other. We, you know, we push each other to be the best. That's because it's all out of love. So uh, I feel like what we're doing right now is great. And, you know, whenever we have new students come in and join, you know, they find out kind of quickly what we are. You know, it's not just some rest, you know, wrestling group for like, you know, social media or anything like that. Like, no, like we're a real family. You know, we hang out outside of training. You know, we're always together, like. I'm probably with those guys now more than I am, you know, more than I see my own family now. So like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's that type of special bond that we have with team ambition. Uh, it's something that's super special. And, uh, again, it was built pretty quick. You know, when it first started, I didn't think it would become, you know, what it is now, but you know, now that we do have what we have now, we have our own school, you know, we have like jackets, branding, you know, we have shows, we have all of our guys are traveling all over the place, doing a bunch of different cool things. It's, it's super special things like that like is something as small as like having jackets or shirts you know that goes mm-hmm. a long way like to show the professionalism you know and like people recognize that yeah i've definitely been to shows uh where wrestlers you know were like hey how do you get that jacket you know, i want a team ambition jacket or how come this person has a jacket and i don't have a jacket or who you know stuff like that like mm-hmm. shirts are like kind of cool you'll see the fans buy our, our you know our team ambition stuff too uh you go to certain shows are chanting team ambition you know what i'm saying or like again you know NWA, we had a couple guys, you know, a couple of our uh, teammates were on the NWA, the last show that they were here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you represented, you know, by wearing their jackets for their interests and stuff like that. There's a team admission chant, you know, at the last NWA show that was here. Nice. So, yeah, that, that type of stuff is really cool to see, especially, again, you're a part of it. You know, it's, it's really special. Uh, speaking of NWA, I know earlier, well, I guess last month, since it's December, you faced off with Trevor Murdoch at the 23rd anniversary WLW show. Well, 23rd, yeah, 23rd anniversary WLW show. He mm-hmm. was then NWA champ. Mm-hmm. For yourself, you're heading into a match like that. And I mean, with the NWA title there, the history that behind it, what what's that like for yourself? It, it was super special. Um, it was special for a couple of reasons. Again, Trevor, he's another guy who he also started, you know, at World League Wrestling, you know, Harley Race Wrestling Academy. He mm-hmm. was super cool with Harley. You know, he, uh, Harley is, you know, one of his biggest mentors. So with me being another, you know, Harley Race guy, uh, although I didn't get to spend, again, as much time with Harley, uh, during the solid year that, you know, I was able to learn from him while he was still around before he unfortunately passed, you know, he was able to, you know, teach me a lot, even though he couldn't, you know, necessarily physically get in the ring and, like, show me different bumps and stuff like that, you know, just – his, you know, his words alone, like he had probably forgotten more about wrestling than I'll ever remember, you know? So mm-hmm. it was kind of thing. So getting there with Trevor, who is not only a Harley guy, but the current NBA, NWA world champion at the time, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was a special villain. I mean, you get an opportunity, you, you are you had an opportunity that 
pardon me, people could only dream of something like that, you know, because it's not like, you know, they're handing out NWA title shots left and right. So that was a huge opportunity. I was very happy to see that for you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. It was special. I remember when I found out, you know, when I got the news, I was super pumped for, you know, for the first few minutes, then I was like, all right, now it's time to lock in. Now it's time to, you know, up my training. Now it's time to go harder. Now it's time to do that, that extra bit of cardio, you know, now it's time to push for that, that extra rep when I'm lifting weights, you know? So it was definitely that type of thing, but you know, it, it was super cool. You know, it was a good show. There's a lot of fans that were there, you know, family that came. So all in all, I really enjoyed it. And he's super cool, you know, although he beat me up, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first experience seeing you was at the uh, Winnipeg pro wrestling show back in mm-hmm. June, if I'm not mistaken, I yeah. think that's when it was. That, was that your first foray up to Canada? That was my first time leaving the country in general. Okay. That was, yeah, that was really cool. I remember when I found out I had an opportunity, uh, it was kind of short notice, you know, kind of on the short notice. So I had to hurry up and get my password expedited and I was freaking out. I was like, I don't know if it's going to be here in time and da 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 this nap. But um, everything was able to come together. I was able to make it up there. Uh, the drive was kind of hard, not going to lie. It was a long drive. You know, once I met up there, it was really cool. Everybody up there is super, super nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as, you know, we passed Border Control, got into the cities, just walking down the streets, going to, like, find places to eat. You know, everybody's super nice and welcoming. And the fans were awesome. I mean, awesome. I, that's some, a lot of fans I've ever heard in my life, to be honest. Like, the fans there, that's where I'm really looking forward to coming back. The energy, you know, when the fans are giving off that type of energy, it's kind of easier for us. It makes our job a lot easier, you know, to kind of give back a lot more. You know, we have something to bounce off of. You know, If we're there, like, in the super quiet, everybody sitting on their hands, like, it's not really fun for anybody. Yeah. You know, when the fans are feet, when they're chanting, when they're making noise, when they're engaged, involved, it's, it makes everything a whole lot easier and a lot more fun, too. Well, uh, even the match itself, I thought that, you know, heading into it, because it was supposed to be a tag team match, but it ended Mm -hmm. up being yourself versus Marcus versus Kevin O'Doyle in a triple threat match. And to have two people, you know, from outside coming in, you know, the crowd in some places, they could be a little hesitant. They're not, if they're not too familiar with yourselves, but from the get go, you, you three had the crowd going. It was an on fire match. I was super stoked for it. That's, that's always a good feeling, too, because that's always in the back of my mind. You know, when I go to a new place, it's like, will they react when I go out? Will they cheer me? Will they boo me? Will they even care? But, you know, as soon as I made my entrance, you know, they were involved. They were they were engaged. And I'm like, OK, now like now it got me hyped up. Like, all right, now I'm ready to go. You know, now I'm ready to go in there and cook, you know, show what I can do. Mm-hmm. So, but again, yeah, the match was super fun. You know, they reacted to it. They were super into it. Uh, again, everybody was nice. It was I had the time of my life when I was up there. I couldn't wait to come back, and now that I get the opportunity to, I'm I'm super stoked for it. Oh, that cold weather! I'm a little nervous for. <laughs> yeah, you're but, gonna uh, you're gonna be back December December 9th for uh, WPW Pain Harder. Mm-hmm, next weekend. Mm-hmm, that's I'm I'm excited for that one. I was I lucked out being able to uh, get a ticket a little bit later, so uh, I'm very excited for yeah. the show. It should be a good one. Sell out too, which is amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. Like whenever they post. You know, whenever they announced the show, I think within a matter of like a week or so, like, oh, show sold out. It's like, that's incredible. So, again, that just goes to show how awesome those fans are. Mm -hmm. You've been a part of some fantastic matches. Are there any that really stand out to you, whether it's being meaningful or just the moment that uh, really hold a special place? Yeah, yeah. Some of my favorites are, you know, of course, my debut match against Superstar Steve, uh, I've had a few matches against my partner, Raheem De La Suede. All of those are super special because, again, that's my partner. So 
I love all of those. Uh, I was able to wrestle my head trainer, Davey Richards, this year. That one was super special to me. That's kind of like a a badge of honor, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go in with Davey, now you're like, okay, I can, I can really do this now, you know. When you go in there and you're able to wrestle him. The match with Trevor was super special. That's another one. Um, let's see. There's a bunch. Uh, match I had with Mike Allo, another one of my trainers. Mm-hmm. A match I have with uh, Camaro Jackson, another one of the trainers at Team Ambition. And there's a bunch of tag team matches I've had, too, against a tag team called No Role Models, which we're super close with them. We train with them. So uh, we're both young. And one of our uh, that's one of our first big opportunities on an indie show, actually, on Glory Pro. We wrestled okay. each other. Started off, it was supposed to be on the uh, pre-show. And they got bumped up to the main show. Um, it was, you know, again, technical difficulties, me and Raheem versus No Role Models. Now, we went out there and we had a great match. And that kind of solidified our spot in a way. Nice. You know, Glory. But yeah, those are some of my favorites for sure. It's always good when you can have a, a something like that. You get the opportunity to step up a little bit, you know, from the pre-show even to the main card, and yeah. you go out there deliver. And then it's like you get recognized for that. Yeah, it's always a good feeling, you know, because that's that's all anybody wants, you know, an opportunity in anything, anything in life, not even just wrestling, anything in life, but especially in wrestling, you know. Once you get that opportunity, um, sometimes it doesn't always go the way you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But once it does, you know, when it does, when you go out there, you have a great match and, you know, you go to the back and everybody's like, hey, good job. And the promoter's like, you know, we want to bring you back now. It's that feeling. It's great. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, very few people can hold this honor, but I mean, you are one of the few who's appeared on AEW programming and WWE programming within the same year. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> when you get an opportunity like opportunity like that, I mean, it must just like really like hit home being like this is actually really sweet yeah yeah it was it definitely makes you want to work a lot harder you know the first experience you know aw was first when we did the uh the segment with wardlow you know it was super cool walking out there you kind of see the whole arena you know we we got there we circled the ring and um the way i was positioned i was opposite of the entrance so i was looking directly at the entrance you know when he came out so that was kind of cool like watching him make his entrance you know from that perspective, you know, getting in the ring, doing our thing. Then with SmackDown, you know, that was super cool too as well because, again, you know, you always dream of being in WWE. You always dream of, you know, at least making an entrance, which, you know, in a lot of cases, um, a lot of guys, when they do extra talent things with WWE, they don't necessarily get to, like, you know, make their entrance entrance. They, you know, kind of mm-hmm. started off, start from the ring and then, you know, come back the break. But for us, we actually got to make an entrance and that was that was an amazing feeling, you know, stepping out, you know, walking on the stage and you're looking around like you're on smack guy you know what i'm saying like that's mm-hmm. that's crazy and uh when i came out there there were a bunch of like local fans that recognized me who were kind of like cheering my name you know very audibly too you could hear it you got to kind of try not to like acknowledge it in a way you know yeah you don't want anybody upset or anything like that but you know that type of thing it, it was super cool both of those experiences were great and um again it definitely makes me want to work a lot harder so i can be you know, at one of those top companies permanently, you know what I'm saying? A week by week type of thing. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess next is almost like hoping to, you know, get the opportunity for like, you know, the dark shows or something like that, just mm-hmm. to get out there, get those reps, you know, because you, you're seeing a lot of the same ones. I mean, uh, Blair mm-hmm. Onyx is uh, someone who you see regularly now on dark whenever it's in the Midwest. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's almost like that's sort of the next little jumping stone. You're really hoping for that. Yeah, that is. I definitely hope to get there. Uh, Fairly soon, you know, it's kind of cool. It's cool seeing the people that I'm in the locker room get opportunities like that. You know, again, honest, uh, 
couple of my trainers, Camaro Jackson, you know, Mike Allo, they've had opportunities to do that. Uh, guys like Jossie, JDX, you know, and there's a bunch. I can, I can name a bunch of names. People I should have them that have been able to do that. So it's kind of cool to see that for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, once my time comes around, I'll definitely be very excited for it. I'm looking forward to that. Um, now, I wanted to ask, I mean, I- I'll let you go right away. I got a few more for you. All right. Um, the, I'm going to the year is ending and I mean, 2023 is around the corner for yourself. Have you set any resolutions or things you would like to see for yourself? Um, just continue to prove it. Honestly, that's, that's the thing I can say the most. Um, there, there might be some like little side goals and stuff like that, but my main goal is just get out, you know, and get my face out as much as I can. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I definitely want to travel a lot more, you know, hit places like the East coast more, you know, go out to the West coast more. So overall, travel a lot more, get my face out. You know, that's that's what it's all about. Creating a little more, a little more buzz for myself. You know, get mm-hmm. my face out so that you know, it can build up some momentum for me or continue the the bit of momentum I have now. Actually, that's that's kind of what I want to do. I want to add on to that. It's my biggest. One, I'd say. Well, you guys have a big opportunity coming up with Warrior Wrestling shortly. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. That that all just came pretty quick too. Mm-hmm. Last week, that was happening. So that's super cool. Warriors, another very notable independent company, which they have all type of guys on their cards, you know, just, you know, this card alone is going to have a lot of notable names on it. So to be able to be a part of that card is, is pretty cool and it's mm-hmm. exciting. So that's definitely another spot where, you know, we can go out there and showcase our abilities. And you know, if it goes well, that'll help, you know, lead to other opportunities and you know more people will be able to see us. So it's definitely something we're looking forward to. I think one thing I hope people realize is when you see, you know, promotions like Warrior or Defy or, you know, West Coast Pro, you know, like they're bringing in some of the top, you know, indie stars, but then they're also bringing in some of the hottest rising uh, wrestlers, like, you know, technical mm-hmm. difficulties in Warrior of Wrestling, you know, because there's, you know, hundreds of tag teams out there, but they're like, no, we're bringing up these guys. We see these guys, something with these guys, we're giving them a shot. And that's, that's special. Again, it means a lot. You know, that's, that's, again, that's what, that's, again, back to what I was saying earlier, you know, all anybody wants is an opportunity, you know, an opportunity to go out there and show what they're capable of, opportunity to go prove themselves. So when you get that opportunity, again, it's an it's amazing, amazing feeling to be able to go out there, you know, again, showcase yourself like we did with uh, Canada, you know, with mm-hmm. WP. That was awesome. That was a big, big opportunity. Again, I had never left the country. So first time leaving the country and, you know, it's, it's for wrestling too. Uh, so that was that was amazing. So again, the opportunity it means everything to me, especially in wrestling. So mm-hmm. uh, more of those next year. I think it's it's one of those things that really stands out, you know, because it it shows like I don't want to say it shows, but like you know, you're hungry. You you're you know, these opportunities are coming, and you're taking them. You're grabbing the ball and you're running with it, and it it shows mm-hmm. tenfold with everything you've been able to accomplish so far. Yeah, for sure. Professional wrestling is is definitely a grind. You know, you definitely got to be. Uh, somewhat of a hustler to be a professional wrestler because um, you're not quite, most people aren't quite to the point where they're only wrestling. So they still have to have side jobs, mm-hmm. you know, have to worry about traveling and then you still want to train because, you know, you don't want to, you know, take a bunch of time off of training. You don't want to get rusty. You know, you still want to try to perfect your craft. So there's a lot of that goes into being an independent professional wrestler, but the uh, the reward and the payoff that you get, it's, it's amazing. So that's definitely what I'm working towards. 
I like to ask every person I have on the show for a match recommendation, you know, one that you are a fan of that you think that uh, the the listeners should go check out, whether it's up on, you know, the WWE network or YouTube, anything like that. One that really stands out to you. Oh, that's a, so do you want one that's like WWE or do you want one that's like uh, indie match or it, it can be anything because I mean I love checking out indie matches uh, just as much as I love seeing you know old stuff on WWE so yeah. uh, that's a hard one because there's so many good ones like there's different categories like when you want to go for like more of the uh more like the emotional you know the uh emotional standpoint of matches like you look at matches like uh, the Rock versus John Cena, mm-hmm. uh, Rock versus Austin, the Rock versus Hulk Hogan. Well, I just named a bunch of Rock matches, so. <laughs> but you know you want to go towards those type of matches. You know Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan, those type of matches, or you know the more like technical based matches. You guys, you got guys like you know Kurt Angle, uh, Brian Danielson, Davey Richards. You know mm-hmm. those are guys to check out a lot of their matches, and then uh, so it, it all depends on what you like. But I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, again two of my trainers i want you to go out and check out one of their matches um it was the pageant too so glory pro we put on a pageant show earlier this year the first one and then we recently just had the second one so it was the pageant two, the main event mike allover versus camaro jackson uh those are two hard-working guys uh they're really good in the ring and the two guys that i think deserve a lot more recognition than what they get right now so go check out their championship match uh, and i promise it won't disappoint see i like that you know it's a little bit uh off the wall you know you're not expecting it so that's huge because there's the thing is like we have so much wrestling at our disposal now that it's easy for stuff to slip through that you might not know so yeah. like be like no no go check out this match it it whips yeah. you know like it's worth it. even, even when you asked that question like immediately like 20 popped up in my head and like i was seeing like 100 different wrestlers so it was hard to even like spell out just one you know because you watch so much of it so like definitely you know i definitely like to try to you know, promote, you know, different type of matches or matches that most people may not have seen yet, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of open up their eyes to, you know, new performers. So when you go back to watch, do you find that there's, you know, certain eras that stick out to you that you enjoy watching more than others? I would have to, oh, it's hard because it's, they're all different, but they're still good in their own way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Man, it's been, kind of a, an evolution throughout the years of professional wrestling. Um, there's some older matches that I kind of like to go back and watch sometimes, you know, for different, you know, different studying reasons. So like, it's harder for me now. I still watch professional wrestling as a fan, but it's a lot harder now because like I said, I'm like, Oh, I noticed that. Oh, I noticed this. Or I don't know. And at that point, you're not a fan anymore. Now you're yeah. kind of like studying. So, but uh, a lot of the ruthless aggression era stuff, I'd say a lot of that stuff was, was really good. Um, then again, this is randomly popped into my head out of nowhere. The WCW cruiserweights—they were doing oh. a lot. They were doing a lot of cool stuff. I definitely like to go back on, you know, watch a lot of their stuff. You know, guys like Malenko, you know, Eddie Guerrero, Raymond. You know, they were doing a lot of cool stuff back then. And even you got, you know, guys were doing really cool stuff currently. You know, guys like Seth Rollins—he's doing some really cool stuff. Uh, I like what Bobby Lashley is doing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like. It's 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 really you know I like you know Judgment Day you know AJ Styles OC I like you know they have a lot of cool stuff going on so it's kind of hard to just pinpoint one specific era 
but because there's so much of it, you know, like you could you can get lost trying to find different wrestling matches. So again, all it all depends on kind of what what you kind of you know like. Some people like what they grew up in, which that may be the attitude area, that may be the ruthless, ruthless aggression era. Uh, for for the kids who grew up in the PG era, you know, I was kind of mm-hmm. in the mix between the telling of ruthless aggression and you know the beginning of the PG era, quote unquote. So, but yeah, there's a lot of good wrestling out there, so I definitely recommend watch as much of it as you can. It's funny because I'll go back and be like, yeah, I want to check out a match and I'll, I'll spend more time trying to find something because you'll be like, oh, I want to watch this. And then it's like, no, no, what about this? And you're like, it's like trying to find something on Netflix. Yes, it's so, so much of it. Again, a lot of it is good too. So mm-hmm. especially nowadays, you have like a lot more companies, you know, again, you have WWE, you have AEW, MLW, Impact, uh, Ring of Honor, which they're still kind of in the AEW banner, but still, uh, you have New Japan, Pro Wrestling Noah's making a resurgence. Um, you have all the indie companies, so it's it's just so much wrestling going on right now, and I feel like we're definitely in a good time right now. There's a lot of talent, a lot of talented individuals in professional wrestling, which is exciting. Again, it makes you want to work harder so you can be up there with the with the best of the best. So, mm-hmm. uh, for upcoming shows, where can people find you? So, yeah, so, again, next weekend we have WPW on December 9th uh, in Winnipeg. So if any of you guys are out there, uh, definitely pop out. It's a great show. Well, it may be sold out now. <laughs> but check out one of their shows. And then the following weekend I will have Warrior Wrestling mm-hmm. on the 7th and then Glory Pro on the 18th. So Warrior Wrestling will be in Chicago and Glory Pro will be back in St. Louis. Nice. Moses, for people listening, if they're not already following you on social media, where can they find you? So yeah, on social media, uh, Instagram is the underscore deliver underscore Moses. Then Twitter is at the underscore underscore deliverer. And then on Facebook, my Facebook page is just Moses the deliverer. So that's where you can find me. Moses, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate having you. Or for having me, sorry. Thank you so much to Moses for joining me on the Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast. I truly appreciate him taking time out of his day to join me and talk wrestling. Thank you to him. Thank you for checking out the podcast. I say it every time. I will always say it. I truly appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to me talk about wrestling. If it's your first time listening, you can find me up on Twitter at GrainmakerPod, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast. You can search that. It'll pop up. Uh, email grainmakerpodcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns can be sent that way. Up on all podcast streaming platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, etc. And I got t-shirt of, t-shirts available. 25 bucks a piece. If you're in if you're in Winnipeg or Manitoba, hit me up. I can try to hand deliver them. I mean, I can't drive to Churchill, so maybe if you're outside of the uh, Winnipeg area, I'll mail it to you. Um, so, or if you're elsewhere in Canada, Hit me up, send me a message. I'll get a shirt to you. If you're listening in the States, you want a t-shirt, go to whatamaneuver.net, search Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast, and you can grab one off of there. It's cheaper shipping to grab one off of that site. Up in Canada, it's easier just to get a t-shirt from me. Go figure. But grab a shirt, look fashionable, maybe give one as a Christmas gift. You know, it's 25 bucks a piece. Thanks for checking out the podcast. We'll talk soon.